Parker and you are listening to the Bygones Podcast, the Ali McBeal rewatch podcast where we discuss every episode through 2018 eyes. Today we're doing season one, episode 12, Cro-Magnon. Yeah, we're halfway through. This is we're halfway, halfway through. through. A whole Woo! season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And if you're there with us, Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Today we've actually got um, what we've decided is our our podcast mascot with us. Yeah, my um, cat. Yeah, Laura Jane's cat, Eva. Um, Eva. <laughs> She's tried to, we've tried to present the microphone to her. She doesn't look that convinced, I'll be honest. <laughs> She's so, not, uh, but she's hysterical. She may not have much to say. But she has a great face. She doesn't have a face for radio. No, she's definitely got a face for faces. <laughs> What's the word? Face for TV. Face for pictures. Face for... Face, face for Instagram. Face for Instagram. She's totally got a face for Instagram. Yeah. Um, she's just sat looking at us while we record. She's yeah. just being our moral support. <laughs> I don't know if you can even call it that. It's just... Okay, I'm here. indifference. <laughs> moral indifference. It will be. Yeah, so Cro-Magnon was uh, first released 5th of January 1998. So we're in our first episode of 1998. Wow. So things that were happening. Yeah. The number one single in the UK was Too Much by the Spice Girls. Ah. Too much of something is bad enough. Eva's just looked at me like, no. <laughs> you are too much. <laughs> you are too much. Yeah. Uh, the number one album in the UK was Urban Hymns by The Verve, which ah. has some of the best songs of all time on it. Yeah. Oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer debuted on UK TV 3rd of January really? 1988 on Sky One. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Because that start, had started the previous year in the US. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, in 97. Yeah, it, it first aired in the UK in the uh, beginning of 98. So, um, <laughs> Eva's left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was bored to care She was like, I just cannot with any of you. So... On this day also, Sonny Bono died. Oh. In a on ski- this exact day? On this day. Oh, gosh. Died in a skiing accident in Nevada. Oh, wow. When he was 62. I had no idea that he died from a skiing accident. Yeah, no. He, he crashed and he into a train. Young. Yeah. 62. Does that mean... Is Cher around the same age as him, then? Or no. believe do you believe around this time and uh like that in 98 didn't she and i got the feeling that that she was like 70 something then no she wasn't 70 then oh it's really hard to tell well i guess that would make her 90 now so i guess she must have been like 60 something then because i think she was 60 something then so she must have been around the same age yeah wow okay and also the other thing that slightly upset me as well that happened on this day was that vandals decapitated the little mermaid statue in copenhagen oh, why did they do that i don't know why they gotta do that i know it was really sad i was like has it been put back together yeah it wouldn't, so. been put, yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> have just been left like that, like that. okay <laughs> Oh, come was on. Was it in protest or something? Or I have no idea. I have no idea. And I hate fish! <laughs> <laughs> Especially fish that are half women! <laughs> yeah. 
that was what was happening beginning of 1998. Oh, action packed beginning of I know. Okay, so. So we open on a sculpting class. There's a load of clay little stick men that are being fashioned, and Ali and Renee are in said class. Yes. And it seems to be like a life what's the equivalent it's not life drawing because it's life sculpting isn't it yeah like, like naked the, models yeah naked models and it, yeah it's clearly this is a hobby ali and renee have decided, decided to take up. up maybe it's a new year's resolution yeah yeah oh yeah yeah maybe um, like ali seems to be finding it very relaxing anyway. yeah she's, she's like oh, i really, really enjoy it. enjoy it it's really it. healthy to do something yeah. artistic at the end of the day after work and renee's <laughs> like i agree and then she says to the model can you turn around i can't see your meat whistle <laughs> Which is a horrible phrase for male anatomy. Like, that is no. Because I'd always just imagine... (laughs) 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 Anyway, Ali um, uh, tells her off because she's, like, trying to take it seriously and Renee, all Renee can talk about is, like, their penises, basically. Um, Being typical Renee. Um, Anyway, then Renee says... Do you, I'm thinking of being sick on Friday. <laughs> Do you want to go, go skiing? skiing? And I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea. I wish I could like plan to be sick. I know. And then just, just go skiing. Go skiing, yeah. Um, but Ali says she can't because she's got, she's in trial. And uh, it's the son of the big client as being tried for battery. Yes. Turns out. And while she's telling Renee, Renee this, the teacher is asking the models to switch because evidently the model that's currently up there has clearly done his time, so to speak. Has so to take a break. <laughs> they're getting a, a new model there, mm. which I would find that really frustrating. Is that how that works? Because I would imagine, isn't it better to just have one model for one class and then switch between classes? Yeah, it's like how long are these classes going on for? <laughs> but also, isn't it really confusing to start creating a piece of art based on a specific subject and then be like, oh, actually, you've got a different subject now. Like, not everybody is the same. I mean, I think I've seen quite a few TV programmes where that kind of art class is going on and they've swapped around the models. And I think what they usually try to do is have the models be a similar physical shape. Well, they weren't in this one, as far as I could tell. They're both relatively... Young. Well, we know one of them's fit. Very different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the new model that comes I, up. I suppose they didn't really think about checking that part of the anatomy, yeah. So you could just drop trout. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically what happens is the models swap over because the teacher's like, Jeff, can you take a break? Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> all, all our models have had to have G as the yeah. start of their name. And Renee, Renee's like annoyed because she's like, I haven't circumcised him yet. Anyway, Glenn comes up and, and Renee's like, oh, he's really cute. Like, he's hot. Which and I then, was like, eh, yeah, is he? Uh, I mean, anyway. I don't... I think it's probably goatees. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. The goatee. Uh, yeah. The 90s goatee. Yeah. And Alice, again, telling Renee off for not taking it seriously. She's like, you're not supposed to look at them like that. Yes, yeah. And then, at that point, Glenn drops his robe, and Ali and Renee are basically, like, slack-drawn. Yeah, they're, like, like, they're really shocked. <laughs> what the hell? And Renee's, like, caressing her clay model. I know! Like, it's really, like... It's really funny. Suggestive. And the teacher's like, everything okay? And, like, Renee's like need a touch more clay because the implication is Glenn has a massive dong. <laughs> <laughs> dong. Um, and it's, yeah, exactly. 
likely he's got a, a whopper of a trouser snake. Um, and then we're entitled. Yeah. So that's entitled. quite a humorous opening. It is a funny It's quite opening. nice to see them doing something relaxing that's not just at home. Like, yes. I quite like them in a hobby type setting. Yes, yeah. It's I, funny. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so after titles, <laughs> I think it's, it must be the next morning because I think Ali's yes. at home eating um, breakfast. It feels like a weekend because they've made a cooked breakfast. Ali's like waving a sausage around while she's talking. I don't know. I, I assumed this was like the morning before work. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. maybe it, actually, maybe it is. But I, yeah, it was just like quite an elaborate. It was quite like relaxed. sitting down to yeah. eat breakfast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were going to work, it's more like a grab and go type situation. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, Annie's like waving a sausage around, going, "Maybe it was an implant." <laughs> <laughs> I'm still talking about it. Um, and even Renee is saying, you know, we we we've talked about it since all we've done since we saw it is talk about it yeah and Ali's like well given how big it was like, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing that it you know of course we're gonna be talking about it and then it cuts to the at office, work which yeah. plays, plays in with your point that it probably wasn't uh, that, I think that's yeah. why I thought that yeah so and Ali is telling Georgia about this guy's schlong <laughs> um, and we see Elaine in the background um, and Georgia's like you must be lying like, like there's no way true. are you um, sure it was real and Ali was like well you know I didn't biopsy <laughs> I've seen enough to know that you know how big it is and Georgia suddenly goes I'd like to do sculpting <laughs> and that's when Billy comes in and he announces that there's a fight going on on Friday and he's like, like do you want to come boxing a boxing match, match. Yeah. yeah and Georgia is like well I'd hate to miss out on a burst ice <laughs> yeah. um, and Ali's like why is everyone into boxing like I don't like boxing like Ali's clearly anti-boxing yeah. um, and Billy's like no I, I sarcastically like no I just pretend to like it of course I like it sort of thing yeah and Georgia doesn't like it and then she asks Elaine and Elaine's like I love it and Ali's like case, case closed, closed. <laughs> Um, and Elaine's like that disparaged me which uh, she's uh, taken up John's lingo lingo yeah and then and then Georgia turns to Billy and says Billy I'm thinking of taking up sculpting yeah Billy looks a bit confused (laughs) and walks off so then there's a swipe cut to the other side of the office and Ali is walking up to Richard and there's two men with him, which we assume as the clients. Yes. Um, and Richard introduces Ali to them as she gets there. So he's like, this is Austin Gill and this is his son Clint. Mm-hmm. And basically it turns out uh, it's Clint that's this battery, the subject of this battery case. And yes. he seems like quite a sweet young man, I suppose. He's yeah, like he's... clearly a boy, but the, the dad seems quite aggressive. Like he's like yeah. clearly like an overbearing yeah. like rich father yes. Yes. who's paying for the best defence money he can buy, get, do you know yeah. what I mean and he's like really super um, I, I guess a bit of a nightmare client because he's yes. like constantly being like why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that yes. you know? yes. um, and they are the reason that Richard's kind of called Ali over to introduce them is because Aisha's going to be involved with the case but also Austin the dad has concerns about pleading guilty yeah. um, because he basically doesn't want his son to get a record because he's like what happens when he applies to medical school and yeah. it's like have you even asked if your son wants to go to yeah exactly like, yeah. My dad? yeah and, and richard goes they'll tell him to apply to law school kidding <laughs> bygones yeah Ali? <laughs> um, and Ali says well the only way to avoid a record is to win and the issue is six people saw him throw the punch 
and and the dad's like it was a fight at a party that's all things like this happen with kids and Ali's like well if he hadn't broken a cheekbone yeah. like she's, basically Ali's a bit like look the dude did the crime I can't yeah, I can't, I can't undo, undo that. that. Yeah. Like, we've got to work with what we've got. Yeah. Um, and then Richard says, she'll give it some thought. When she goes into her office, we're amazed at what she comes out with. And um, I'm just a bit like, I kind of sympathise with Ali here because asshole clients are a real pain when you get them. Yeah. And you can't, there's only so much you can do to stand up to them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And keep their business. Yeah. Because they're really pissed off, they'll just walk off. Yeah. I, the, the passive aggressiveness from Richard at the end there is, is funny, but it does trouble me because there's like a hint of misogyny there. Yeah. In that it's like, oh, this silly woman getting all offended about men fighting. Yeah. Like, we'll just send her off and let the boys talk about how yeah. it's like, okay, and yeah. oh, it was just a punch. And I just, I didn't like that from Richard. No, he was I sort of undermining that. her a little bit, even yeah. though he was sort of saying, you know, she's this like genius that she doesn't look like much but when she's in court she'll be fine yeah okay. it's like uh don't don't let her being a woman put you <laughs> yeah, off exactly. like she can do good work sometimes when we let her <laughs> and she surprises us all do you know what I mean? constantly surprised by her ability to be a lawyer <laughs> it's i just didn't like that and i was just like there are better ways to be an ally to Ali. yes an ally to ally <laughs> um as a boss as a male boss yes yeah yeah. So yeah. So there was. So that's that. Um, well, then she doesn't leave, and he goes, "Don't let us stop you." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh. um, so then Ali walks into her office, and John like startles her because he pops up from behind her. <laughs> yeah, like it makes her jump, and she's like, <laughs> and he's like, he drops his pen, which is why he was down there. Yes. But then it turns out he says, "Oh, I'm not here to do with work. I wondered if you want to have dinner this weekend." Yeah. And Ali's like, "Yeah, sure." And John goes with me <laughs> Ali's like yeah yes, it's I, I figured that out yeah <laughs> which is very cute yeah um, and she says what about Friday and John's like oh no that's fight night I can't do that would we do Saturday and Ali's like fight night not you as well like do you like boxing too yeah. um, and John's like yes I do and, and she's th- like really and it's like why are you finding this so hard to believe that some people like boxing yeah like, it's almost like oh only Neanderthals can enjoy boxing and she yeah. doesn't see John as that kind of man. Yeah. Yeah. It just... Mm. Um, men pulverising each other. This entertains you. But before John can answer, Richard walks in. Yes. And is like, John, I'd like you to assist Ali on the Clint Gill case because the father's angry. The boy hit somebody. Anything to come to mind. Yeah. And John's like, bygones? <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh. Yes. So... Clearly, we're at the next scene. Is is we're at the end of the day at the office, yeah. And and Georgia has got it, changed. it got changed and is coming down the stairs. And she's wearing like these. She's just wearing jeans and like a long sleeve. It's like yeah, like you'd see. They're quite popular these days. Uh, sound like a <laughs> these or, days, like a grandma. <laughs> but like they've got like big cutouts on the yeah. knee and whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, but they were quite and popular she, in the nineties. She's yeah. wearing like a long sleeve top that shows like a slither yeah, it's a of little midriff. Bit yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a jumper type yeah. top. And like, Billy goes, that's what you're wearing for a sculpting class? Yeah, and this is my objection! Oh my god! It's happened again! <laughs> it's happened again! <laughs> I mean, I object to like this whole next conversation with Billy and Georgia. Back like, off oh my Billy. god. Yes! Back yes! Off. Yes! Like she can wear what the fuck she wants to do sculpting. Exactly. She can wear a bikini if she wants to. <laughs> but it's like, I'm sorry, your wife is an attractive woman. 
Emma, she's she is what she is, and you can't hide that. Yeah. So basically, Georgia's like, uh, it's jeans. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't go in my suit because yeah. I don't have clay on it. Exactly. And he's like, I know what this is. You're only interested in going sculpting because there's naked men. And I and Elaine goes, one naked man with a trunk like Dumbo's. And Billy's like, excuse me. <laughs> and he's like, I know this model has a big. And Georgia goes knows and then Billy goes I don't want you to go and I'm like you do not have a right to tell her what she can and can't I've do. I've got Georgia is not your fucking property No <laughs> you absolutely I'm like oh my god and I she's know. just like um pardon and Billy's like you heard me and then Ali's like are you ready to go and Elaine's like she can't go and I'm like Elaine fuck off because you're just making no, it worse. you're just like, hee hee hee, she can't go. And Georgia's like, I can go. And Billy's like, Georgia! And she's like, Billy, it's a class. And and Billy starts having a go at Ali and says, it's a big penis, is that why you take it? And Ali's like, excuse me, I signed up before I saw it. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Like taking the moral high Yeah, ground. it's just that thing where he's like, you know, where he's like, I don't want you going to this class. And she's like, excuse me and he's like you heard me yeah it's like no fuck off no fuck you and fuck off like just unbelievable i mean it's a real red flag for me when yes. men start acting like that yeah i'm just like uh-uh, no. No, no um well anyway after ali sort of responds to billy she then hears Ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga chaka. And she's like, and then she sees this. I can't stop this feeling. Does it go into, I don't think it goes into singing. It's just ooga chaka at this point. And if you don't recognise it, it's from the Blue Suede song, Hooked on a Feeling. Yeah. It's just the ooga chakas we get. And we also get, this is like famous. This is what Ali McBeal is absolutely like the most famous thing about it. Yes. And weirdly, it's only featured in a few episodes. Yes. But but it is literally like. It became such. Synonymous with Ali McBeal. It became such a like zeitgeisty thing at the time. Yeah. So it's a uh, hallucination of a computer generated baby not a particularly good one because it was the 90s and it was one of the first internet memes because the internet was in its infancy at that time and it was available on the internet then which is where the uh, producers got it from saw it yeah Um, and they were like oh that'd be funny we'll just chuck it into the show to be like what Ali has as this hallucination um, from, from this bit of the story and so she sees this baby just sort of sort of dancing yes. in the office yes. and she's sort of staring at it and then the, the, the music kind of fades there's like a cut and it fades yes. out and the baby goes away yeah. and we just see Billy going Ali? And everyone's staring at her like are you alright? And Ali's like what do you mean? Am, am I okay? And Georgia says you kind of went to a different planet like you obviously yeah. just spaced out and, and then goes that's where she's from <laughs> <laughs> and Ali kind of laughs like ha 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 but it's clear that something weird happened there and it's, yes. it's more than her normal yes. gift type fantasies. Yes. It's almost real, like it's not daydreaming, no. it's like a hallucination. Yeah, it's a hallucination rather but than she a, can an imagine. Yeah. Rather than imagining her head. Yeah, yeah, completely. But she doesn't really know what it is yet because it's no. the first time we've seen it. But there we go, first... Uh, first Uga Chaka. Uga Chaka and the dancing baby. Yeah, yeah. so let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, so then we get the next scene at class and Ali, Renee and Georgia are just basically trying to sculpt but staring at Glenn. Yes. 
the, yes. uh, the thing. And, and Georgia is having a whale of a time. Glenn the thing. <laughs> Glenn the model, I meant to say. And the thing. <laughs> and Georgia's just going like... You know, I- I'm going to just say this and, and pretend I didn't. I am married and off the market. But if I were single, under the heading of life, short, shorter than that, I would just ask him out. You ever notice how married off the market people are the bravest? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is true. Yeah. Like, as a married person, that there is, or even someone in a long-term relationship, you are suddenly like, God, why was everyone so, like, hung scared up on, yeah. when, they're, when they're single? But it is a different thing. Yes, it absolutely. is. It is um, yeah. Anyway, midway through this conversation, there's more ooga-chaka, ooga, and she doesn't see the baby this no, time. No, but she's, so looking, she's looking around, around like, yeah. what the hell is going on? And Renee's like, what? what's the matter because she notices and Ali's like oh no I thought I I heard something and then there's this thump because (laughs) a massive lump of clay has dropped from Renee's sculpture and it's clearly supposed to be the penis element and (laughs) Renee's like damn it I can't do this guy according to scale because gravity keeps screwing it up (laughs) and it's just like this ridiculous size yeah, for the for the sculpture Shit. she is sculpting. Yeah. Like it's just It's like the size of his leg. <laughs> anyway, then Ali suddenly skedaddles. She's like, I've gotta go. And George is like, already? And I just get the impression they haven't really been there that long. Yeah. And George is like, hang on, you're just leaving me here? Like yes. I just got here. Yeah. Um and, and Ali's like, no, 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 I have trial and there's been a change of strategy so I need to go home and prepare. And for some reason that means, I know they live together but there's no law that says they have to come go and go. At, at the same time. Yes, yeah. but Renee feels like she needs to pack up as well. Yeah. So they get back at home and Renee is like, what's going on? Because something weird is happening. Yeah. Um, and this is where Ali explains that she's having these weird hallucinations and Renee's like, oh, you mean like your fantasies? And she's like, no, they're not, it's different. And Renee says, oh, what is it? She's very calmly goes like, oh, yeah, what? Yeah. What are you hallucinating about? Like, yeah, really calm. Yeah. Uh, Well, and then Ali doesn't really explain. She says, well, I'm not sure. But it's weird because she kind of looks happy about it. Like, she's enjoying it. What, Ali? Yeah. She's like, well, I I don't know, really. I better prepare for tomorrow. Yeah. It goes off. Yeah. Like, she sort of has a weird smile on her face. Yeah, yeah. Even though she's not figured it out what it is yet. No, no. But everyone just seems sort of like... And and Renee just kind of watches her go. Yeah. Ali is in bed next, working. She's in her sheep PJs, which are the famous pyjamas that everyone wanted to get after this episode. Oh, right, really? Yeah, they, like, sold out or something. Oh, okay. I I know lots of people who say they bought pyjamas that are very similar because of this episode. Okay, so Um, she's in her sheep pyjamas. And she's, like, surrounded by the work on her bed. Yeah. Um, And she... Uh, eventually it's just like I'm just going to rest my head on this work because it's sleepy and she sort of goes to fall asleep on some papers and then you hear the ooga chakas again ooga chaka ooga 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 chaka and she like sits up and sees the baby dancing at the bottom of the bed and it starts singing the beginning of the song like I just have this feeling do you think it's singing? No, the baby. No, you the said song. it's singing. I meant the soundtrack, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep inside of me. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah. don't realise what you do to me. Yes. When you hold me. In your house. And she just looks really, really weirded out. She looks extremely and then it, And then just before it's about to go, ah, just before the chorus, it yeah. cuts out. 
And then we see Ali re-wake up from yes. where she was asleep, implying that that entire, was entire thing was in a dream. Yeah. And the baby's not there, obviously. So, I mean, that's weird. Yeah. Very <laughs> Something weird. odd is going on yeah, with Ali, for very sure. Very odd, yeah. So then the very next scene is the courthouse, and Ali walks in and bumps into Clint, and uh, Clint's like, my dad's here with Mr. Cage, um, and Clint's like, so are we going with the not guilty? And Ali was like, yeah, there are risks, but we all get them, right? And mm. Clint's like, right, so let's do it. And then Ali has a fantasy <laughs> of, like, her and Clint, like... Passionately kissing and, uh, like... Like, taking each other's clothes yeah, off. Yeah, and she's, stuff. like, unbuckling his trousers and stuff. And she's like, let's do it. And so... And I... It's weird because... I, was there a vibe between them the last in the last scene where they met at the office? I... I definitely get the impression that she noticed that he was a Cute. handsome young man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she noticed that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just felt... I don't know. It just ramped up quite quickly in her mind. Yeah. Given that she's not someone who easily feels that strongly towards another person. I don't know. Like, it takes her a while to warm yeah, up to seeing them as someone. Can, yeah, to... yeah. I know what you mean. Anyway, she's having this fantasy about um, this 19-year-old boy. And, and that's what her voiceover's like. He's 19. What's wrong with me? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, she... Is it this episode? It might be this episode where we find out how old she is for sure. But we've figured out that she's in her, like, mid to late 20s. And I'm yeah. like, 19's not that... No, it's not a big age gap. However, in stage like, of I life, think in stage of life, yeah, bigger. it's going to yeah. feel, you know, because I, I definitely wouldn't have dated anyone that young at 27 either. Like, just because I do think that is, a big stage of development behind you. Yeah. You're really only just getting into adulthood at 19, whereas I feel like uh, we think she's about... I think they say she's about 27. I think later in this episode they yeah, say 27. Yeah, she says 27. Yeah. Like, you're practically, you know, you are definitely an adult at this point. Yeah. You know, like... But I also think, you know, if it's just, it's just a a one night thing like who cares so yeah so then they go into court and they are questioning the opposition um lawyer is questioning the victim Dwayne, and he's basically saying so establishing the context of this punch um, yes uh, i don't know if we've mentioned yet but basically the problem is is this uh, well we have mentioned it because they said it the dad was saying oh it was just a Fight, so fight. Fight. So yeah. We're establishing the, the what happened and what yeah. led to it. So basically Dwayne explains that um Dwayne. I know, awful <laughs> name. So Dwayne basically says that he wasn't trying to get into a fight with Clint. He was trying to talk to his ex girlfriend who, who, who was with who Clint was with. Yeah, yeah Clint uh, was on a date or in some kind of social situation. Yeah. And um, she'd been his girlfriend, been Dwayne's girlfriend for two years. And they'd just broken up. And they'd just broken up. And two, he says, yeah, we had just broken up. And two days later, she's kissing him at a party. And Dwayne says they had words and he told me to back off. And I continued to have words with Lisa. And suddenly 
boom, he hit me. Yeah. Then we cut to Ali's Ali gets her chance to yeah. question him. Yeah. And what she says is, well, what happened was you called her a slut, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, isn't it? Isn't that what happened? And, and I was just like, ugh, men. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, Dwayne goes, I was upset. And I was like, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. And she's hell. like, well, basically, wasn't Clinton telling you repeatedly to back off? And, and, and Dwayne was like, well, yeah. Um, and Ali's like, well, if you were on a date and some guy came up and like called your date a slut what would you do and Dwayne was like well I'd ask him to stop and I was like well imagine that he didn't stop imagine he just kept on and Dwayne was like well I'd walk away suppose he just kept on verbalising her which is a really funny term Um, so he's like you'd just leave her there and Dwayne was like no I'd take her with me and she was like so the bully would win out and and Dwayne was like, I wasn't a bully. And I'm like, like really? Yes, yes, you were. Really? Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, maybe did it surprise? would it surprise you that a woman, if they were called a slut, would appreciate a little chivalry? And that's where the opposing counsel objects and the judge says overruled. And Ali says, well, Your Honour, I'm single, I date, and to think that I'm in a situation where my chastity is impugned. And Which the lawyer I goes, that, yeah, that the lawyer goes, objection. Yeah, and I objected. The judge goes, sustained. And then, and then... Ali says, Your Honour, I'm sorry, I find myself troubled. And John suddenly, his He's face like, is like, what? what? <laughs> and Ali was like, I'd like to take a moment. Yeah, and then she takes a moment. And I really enjoy Ali, like, borrowing. Yeah, taking John's, a leaf out like, of John's playbook, book. Because yeah. not many other lawyers could pull that off. No, and but she think, manages it. She yeah, does. Yeah. And, but John just looks bewildered. Yeah, like, he's just a bit hell? like, is this... What is this? Yeah, well, exactly. We yeah. Well, we find out a bit later why he looks so yes, confused. Yes. Um, but I enjoyed that moment. I really did. I did. So then we cut to. It looks like Starbucks. I it think is that's Starbucks. The, the um, coffee cups they're yeah, carrying. So it, is, it is Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, Renee and Ali are are there, and <laughs> Renee is laughing because Ali took a moment. Yeah. And she's like, my chastity impugned. Which I'm glad she's ripping it out of her. Yeah. Saying, chastity impugned. I know. It's a ridiculous <laughs> phrase. But then they're talking... While they're talking about that, yes. Glenn comes up to them. Yeah, Glenn the male model. And he says, excuse me, you're in my class. And Ali is mid-taking a drink of coffee. And she sort of spits it out almost. Yes. Because she's shocked at seeing him. And she burns her tongue. Yes. And Glenn's like, oh, hi. I'm one of the models and Ali's voice over goes like I didn't know <laughs> yeah and then she's like oh y- yeah you look familiar and, and this is Renee she's also in the class and I love it because Renee turns around and she like flirtily like puts one of those little stick stirrers in her mouth and is like hmm <laughs> and then she goes hey how's it hanging how's it hanging <laughs> which is hysterical and Ali's like you look different <laughs> And he's like, with what, clothes, with clothes on, on yeah. yeah. And he's figured out from overhearing them that they're lawyers. And Renee's like, um, and Ali again chokes on her drink. And because, burns us And I'm again. like, seriously, girl, stop trying stop, to drink. Stop. <laughs> yeah. and, and she's like, oh, I burned it again. And Glenn asks to look at her tongue. And she's like, how do I get myself into these things? Yeah, her voice says. Yeah, her voice And she sort of, like, tentatively sticks a tiny bit of her tongue out. And he's like, oh, yeah, it looks a little scalded. I could take you for a cold gimlet to cool it down. And I was like, who talks like this? What is a gimlet? It's a type of drink. It's like a long cocktail drink. Uh, is it just a 
in general term for yeah. a long to, oh right like you have okay. various types of gimmick okay right um, but I'm like who talks like that no one like somebody just says I'll take you for a drink or yeah, for a, a beer cold drink. or something yeah, yeah. and uh, and Ali's just like laughing really weirdly and that's like the end of the scene yes yeah so then we're back in the office with Renee Ali, yeah. Ali Georgia and Elaine yeah. which is really funny because Elaine's I, in the back yeah, like, yeah. I've, I've like written down their names in the same way you do with just the first letter yeah, yeah. and it spells rage <laughs> <laughs> see I had A-R-G-E which is orange yeah. orange um, but so, yeah so, but Ali and Renee are telling Georgia and Elaine can overhear because she's in the background that she's going to be going out with Glenn and Georgia's shocked she's like you're going out like she's like incredulous and yeah. Ali's like you were the one that told me in the first place to ask him yeah. out and she's, and she's like, like I'm still for it but then she says just don't get hurt <laughs> and they all like crack up like because obviously it has a double on double meaning doesn't it yeah i'm just imagining like this massive tree trunk of a penis and Ali <laughs> is like this little twig woman and she's just like <laughs> <laughs> She never stood a chance. Vaginas are very stretchy things. I'm sure she'll be able to handle it. Uh, they can get a whole baby out of there. I so mean, I'm sure yes, she's fine. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be fine. But anyway. Then Billy arrives. Oh, Billy and I'm just like, over. fuck off, Billy. Like, why have you always. He's like, what's going on? What are you talking about? If you're talking about a naked man, I need to be here to chaperone my wife. <laughs> chaperone <laughs> exactly it's just really 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 unattractive um, and George's like nothing and I'm like let's try and like Protect hide him, him. Yeah. yeah and uh, Elaine goes Ali's dating Long John Silver and even Ali's trying to protect him because she's, she's like, like Elaine and I'm yeah. like as if telling off like don't tell Billy that and I'm like she doesn't want stop. Billy to get butter yeah like I'm stop like, wrapping this man in cotton wool like he really doesn't need or deserve it. No. <laughs> and he's like, look at you all. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, you've just spent the last however many episodes talking at yes. Jennifer Higgins. I know, I and know. And now you're upset because these girls are laughing over a big penis. I like, know, it's just like the double standard is just like, and the fact, like you say, he is Billy Butter. He like, is Billy <laughs> Butter. That's his name. BBH. <laughs> Rolling around, getting butt hurt everywhere. Popping up, getting butt hurt. Then popping up somewhere else. Ugh. Anyway, so he's like, can I ask you something? Does size matter? Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like, don't pick up like, thread. No, no. Uh, and like, and Renee lifts up her little pinky like, all I need. Yeah. And then Billy's like, oh, so bigger is better. And everyone's like, no. no. And then he's like, of course not. And they're all like tittering and Billy's like, schoolgirls. Yeah, he's like a bunch of schoolgirls and like storms off. I'm just like, oh, I've got no time for Billy Butthurt. But I love how they're all just like finding it hysterical. Like it I am hysterical. just like, yeah, I know. And it's like, you deserve to be laughed at, Billy. So like, funny. It's very funny. Um, yeah. So then we have 
Ali talking with John in the office and John's like dissecting this whole what just happened in the courtroom because he's like, I'm not opposed to you taking a moment, but I don't want to be ridiculed. And so that yeah. was why he felt like bewildered because oh, I think he was worried. Yeah. yeah. And Ali was like, no, like I, it, I not, in no way was I taking the piss. It was flattery. Like I was, I was trying to learn from you. Like I see it work really well from you and that's why I wanted to try it. Mm. And that's when she sees the baby just run out. She has this like pitter-patter of feet. Uh, yeah. It and just the baby suddenly... runs out of the office. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you. <laughs> like, yeah. she like turns it. And yeah, like... like... And John's like, what? And Ali's like, nothing. And is there anything else? And John says, oh, one thing. And he's like, it's not to do with work. Um, but I've... He says, there's a rumour that you're going on a date. A man of prowess. <laughs> and I was oh. like, it's amazing how men equate size with skill. Yes. Because yes. prowess is a word that you use for someone who's really good at something. Yes. And I'm like, just because he's got a big penis... No, yeah. Does not mean he knows how to use no, it. No, no, not at all. And I'm just like, it's amazing yeah. how John's like... That means he's that in instantly going to be a sex god. Yeah. And it's like, well... Not necessarily. <laughs> no. But basically what he's saying is that... Well, he's, he's basically saying, you know, there's a certain amount of dishonesty that goes when you first start dating someone. Like, you are... You, you probably don't want to reference the other people that you're also probably dating at that time yes. on a date. It's just kind of polite. Yeah. Um, and he goes... And as two people sort of converse on a date, they talk about their week. Oh, well, I played squash. Oh, I tried this case. These are just examples of conversation. <laughs> I was like, oh, These cute. are just examples of benign conversation. <laughs> like, thanks, John. <laughs> but anyway, he goes, my point. <laughs> he says, You would obviously choose not to tell me about other men you were seeing, as I would omit mention of other women on my end. It's possible these omissions could be uh, considered non-assertive lies, and I wouldn't want that. Uh, we shouldn't uh, hide the fact that we date other people. Fine. But, of course, should you have relations with other men? I would not care to be briefed. <laughs> <laughs> and Ali's like, I, yeah, ditto yes, <laughs> to you. Yeah. Um, so basically what he's saying was, like, obviously we're going to be seeing other people. I don't want to pretend that we're not, but I don't really want the details. Yeah, so please do okay. not, you know, fill me in. Yeah, not, <laughs> Like, not he will be filling you in. <laughs> dumb, oh, dumb. <laughs> fragile ego egos because oh, I'm yeah. just like to me I'm like women are so strong because we walk around with constant messages that we're not good enough in practically every aspect of what we do yes. and yet we go and girl boss it up anyway yes. for the most part and men get one tiny hint of a threat and they all just go into this tailspin yeah completely completely and it's just like you're so weak you're, you're, you're so, so weak fragile yeah. yeah you you need coddling 24 7 by the women around you so that you don't lose your sense of self and your sense of masculinity and, and it's times like these and things like this where i'm just like amazed that it's women that have the weak reputation well do you have uh, what i find really interesting is you know the word emasculated yes there's no female version of that no there's no something that can't. could happen to you that could lose your, make you lose your womanhood. No. Whereas for men, 
there's a word specifically designed to describe and like without their your manhood that you're nothing yeah or you're less like you or are you're... yeah you're just you are nothing it's, it's just so weird it is it's so it's all part of that the patriarchy that, yeah toxic side you know the patriarchy affects everyone yeah and this is one of the ways it, it creates really fragile human beings totally. who then have no actual way of sort of expressing any kind of sad negative emotion because they're told they have to be strong because that's emasculating oh, that, yeah well, it's awful. Well, you see, one hint of a big penis and they're all crying. Crying their eyes out, yeah. <laughs> Talking of which, Billy and Richard are in the unisex and Billy's just staring into the mirror, like, questioning every aspect of his <laughs> being. <laughs> and Richard's like, I wouldn't worry about it. After women marry and have kids, they don't want a man's penis. The bigger it is, the more of him she doesn't want. <laughs> That's all. Fishism. Which made me laugh so much, because it's like, so women don't have a sex drive past this point. Like, well, of course they do. I was do. like, you guys are so messed up. Cool. <laughs> um, and then Billy's like, have you ever measured yourself? I'm oh like, Jesus Christ. God. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And like, do you ever wonder if you're good in bed? And Richard's like, no, I know I'm good. And Billy's like, how? Because I'm always satisfied. Good for me. <laughs> I'm like, that's so attractive. I'm like, sure. <laughs> and then he throws a tissue into the bin and it kind of goes in first time and he's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, you guys. I just, seriously. I just, I mean, you know, Richard's, well, that's the thing is like happiness for Richard is denial. So it doesn't surprise me that he doesn't think too deeply about his Anyone own else. sexual performance. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Um, so the next scene is Ali and Renee at home and they're talking about Ali's hallucination that she's having. So yeah. she's sort of opened up about it. Mm. Um, Renee's like, it's not, it's, it's not a breakdown. And Ali's like, well, then why am I having it? And Renee's like, the baby. And Ali's like, it's not just a baby. It's dancing. It's wiggling. It's strutting around. And then I'm also having this fantasy about my 19-year-old client. And Renee's like, does he dance? <laughs> she's like, no. She's <laughs> She's like, that bit is a fantasy, but the baby thing is more like a hallucination. Should I get help? And Renee goes, no, this is just a tick, tick, tick. So Renee's not worried, or she doesn't seem overly worried. She thinks she's got it all kind of And this out. blows my mind. Yeah. Because I am like, what? Like, your friend turns around to you and says they're having hallucinations. And then goes, do you think I should get help? And you say, no. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? I'm usually on board with what Renee thinks, yeah. but this time I'm just like, this is bizarre. Like, she's seeing things that are not there. Like, why would you act like this is nothing to worry about? I it's, don't understand. It is definitely something to worry about. Yeah. Well, Renee's theory is that it's basically just Ali's biological clock. Because she's fantasising over a kid in his sexual prime. She's dating John, who is husband material. And I was like, oh, John is husband material. <laughs> um, all the while, sculpting a giant penis. <laughs> and then and Ali's like, oh yeah, what's that about? Isn't it really disgusting that I'm curious about a guy with a big penis? And Renee's like, do you know how many men have been interested in my big lofty goals? <laughs> And Ali's like, it's not the same. And Renee's like, well, why not? And she goes, well, because we're women. We have double standards to live up to. 
And I'm just like, this is so twisted, no, guys. No. Like, you're allowed to like a big penis without going into, like, some sort of crisis. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God, what does that make me? It's like someone who's interested in knowing sex. what it's like to have sex with a big penis. It's really... Like, it's really not that complicated. Y- yeah, it's... I don't know. And then Ali just, sort of whispers biological clock. Yeah, I just... I'm like, Renee, why did you put this thought in our I head? I know, I just... I'm a bit, you know weirded out that Renee is taking the fact that Ali's having hallucinations as like no biggie like I find that very strange I guess maybe she thinks because I wonder whether I mean even though Ali's telling her that it's not the same as her like little daydreams fantasies I wonder whether she thinks oh it's you know it's not that far removed so you know, she's fine with the fantasies. I'm sure she'll be fine with hallucinate. I don't know. I think it's just I, a lack of understanding yeah. about what hallucinations actually, might mean. Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's just really... I, I, I'm just like... And also uh, maybe she thinks, well, they're not harmful hallucinations. But you can't... But it's just like you're having a hallucination full stop. Like, yeah. that's not normal. No, it isn't. And that's actually... Now it's harmless, but you don't know what Where that could go. Yeah. lead to. Like, you could end up hurting yourself or hurting someone else. Yeah. Like, if you're seeing something that well, isn't there. we see that later. In yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's that thing of, like, this is not something that is just like, oh, I'll pass, don't worry about it. Don't don't go see a medical professional yeah, or anything. Yeah, I'm surprised she said that. <laughs> I don't know whether she's saying that to try and make her feel better. I don't know. I but did, it's still but quite it's, irresponsible to yeah, say that. Yeah, I, I do. I think it's really irresponsible. Anyway, yeah. um, then we're in court and John is questioning Clint. It's Clint's turn on the stand trying to get the other side of the story. Yeah. Um, so basically it turns out that Clint's saying that this Dwayne character is uh, was really persistent. He didn't just say slut. He was saying, like, how many other guys did she do that night? He was accusing her of cheating. Like, he was just being really not cool. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he was quite aggressive. It sounds awful. It sounds, it sounds like he's a complete twat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so John was like, so what did you do? And, <laughs> and Clint's like, I popped him. I popped him. <laughs> and then it cuts to the, the opposing counsel, yeah. like, crossing him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well surely there were other options available to you. And Clint was like, well, at the time, I didn't really think about it. I just wanted to stick up for her. And the lawyer's like, but did he get, did he get physical with you? And Clint was like, no. Um, his arms just stayed by his side. Like, And the lawyer's like, ah, oh, so he never even saw it coming. Yeah. Um, and Clint's like, well, I don't know if he saw it, but he certainly had it coming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was like, I respectfully agree. Yes, of course, of course. So the next scene is Richard and Georgia coming down the office stairs. And yes. Richard's trying to encourage Georgia to oh, go into his the, boxing yeah, pool. He's yeah. running a pool for, I don't know. And Georgia doesn't like boxing. She's agreed to go and watch the fight, I guess, to hang out with her husband. Yeah. But she doesn't actually enjoy it. She's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want in on the pool. I'm not interested. And walks off. And then Richard like targets a random extra being like, do you like boxing? Friday night's a big fight. Got 20 bucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> follows after him. And Georgia has gone off to meet Billy in the unisex. Yes. And she's like, just like, oh, hi. She, well, she didn't go to meet him. She just happened to meet him. They didn't arrange to meet him. Yeah. And she goes in, she's like, oh, hi. And Billy's like, hi. George is like, oh, Richard wants me in his boxing pool. Um, and Billy's, and they're just doing some logistical arrangements about Friday. Billy wants George to drive so he can have a beer. And she's like, that's fine. And they're like, 
doing some really normal questions and then Billy just tags on the back of these random like logistical questions. Oh, and uh, do I satisfy you in bed? And George's like, uh... <laughs> uh, George like, what? <laughs> and, um, what was that last one? <laughs> and, and Billy's like, do I sexually in bed? <laughs> and George like checks under the stores, which, which really smart. Billy should have done before he asked. That's question. true, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what the hell? Where did that come from? And she's like, is this because we were all laughing about the model and it's really bothering? you and Billy's like no I mean well uh and George is like Billy I am a very satisfied woman and Billy's like but don't you wish I was and he's like like, no "No. of all the things you have to be insecure about that is the least and I was like (laughs) (laughs) and then she's like that didn't come out the way I meant (laughs) but then she goes she's very very happy in the bed in the Trust bed me. nowhere else just in the bed <laughs> but then she gives him like this really sexy kiss yeah and walks back to the go to the loo I suppose yeah is... and Billy looks reassured he looks like puffed up like yeah. oh, finally I'm a man <laughs> I'm a man you know <laughs> great um, but I'm like that... a swell gal <laughs> well it's that thing where I think it's actually you know I think it's it's good although it very clearly comes from insecurity because of what has been happening i do think it is uh, a good because he says like in that conversation like i don't like taking anything for granted yeah and i think that's a good thing to to have like to be like is this still working for you yeah but the thing is i don't think if I don't think he would have even thought about it if he wasn't feeling insecure. No, no, that's true. I don't think it would even have crossed his mind. The only reason he's like, oh God, Georgia could go off with a man with a bigger penis than me. I need to make sure she's okay. (laughs) Yeah, because she's taken up this sculpting class. He's like, she's a weight. She's a flight risk. (laughs) She's a flight risk. (laughs) I need to make sure that I'm being sensitive. I've just realised my wife is really hot. And she and has options. I have no idea whether I'm satisfying her in bed or not. Because this must be the first time they've ever had this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's why she's so shocked about it. Yeah. So yeah. what it says to me is, yes, I believe that's a good conversation to have, but it should yes. be something that you have anyway, not just because you're feeling no, no, insecure. insecure. Yeah, so, exactly. It should be an ongoing conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, just because what works one month might change over yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely. So, yeah. Anyway, so Georgia, like, calms him down like the toddler he is. (laughs) And then the next thing... Have your binky. (laughs) Have your sexy binky. That just sounds wrong. (laughs) I'm never going to look at binkies in the same way again. John is questioning, well, we don't know, he's got a witness that's coming and he's being, the witness is being sworn in by John and it turns out it's a clinical psychologist and uh, he gets sworn in, introduces himself and then John just pauses Pauses for a really long time. And Clint, even Clint is looking at Ali like, what is going going on? on. Um, And the judge then has to say like, counsel, um, and then John goes... I don't have any questions. And the judge is like, but you brought him in as a witness. (laughs) 
And John's like, I apologise. The psychologist looks like dumbfounded. Yes. And Austin, the dad, looks, looks really angry. Off, really yeah. angry. And so the very next scene is Austin having a go at John, being like, what, what is happening there? Like walking out of the courtroom yeah. towards the elevator. And John's like, I know what I'm doing. And he's like, you know what you're doing? And he's like, I do. And he's like, well, what you're doing is heading for an appeal for... Terrible counsel, counsel, yeah, um, and that's where Ali kind of like gets her. She kind of steps in, in between them, she? and she's like, "There is an explanation for this." And Austin's like, "What is it?" And Ali's like, "He likes to be mysterious." And I think, and he's like, and Austin's like throwing his weight around. He's like, "I pay a lot of money to your firm," and Ali's like, "And there is a reason. A big chunk of that goes to him." And I was like, "Oh, yes. Ali's defending John." I so really cute. find it sweet that she, because she kind of sort of uh, gets in front of. Austin, yeah. So which allows John to, to walk the on to the to yeah. the lift, like, and yeah, I just do find that really sweet of being like, no, he knows him. what yeah. he's doing. Don't stop getting at him. And what I what we see in the very next scene is that actually Ali doesn't actually know that he knows what he's yeah, doing, but, but she is willing a, to defend him regardless she, of yeah, trust that he did. Because she, because she, I think she does have faith, and she ultimately it's to do with loyalty she's yeah. just loyal yeah she like, is and it's very cute yeah. and she basically dismisses Austin and gets in the lift with John and she's <laughs> as the um, as, as they're in the lift on their own going down together she's like John you you, you do know what you're doing yeah <laughs> and John's like I do and then his suitcase just flaps in <laughs> his briefcase just... <laughs> yeah his suitcase <laughs> no his suitcase his briefcase he's not on her <laughs> A long weekend, and then his briefcase. He's holding it up towards his chest, and it just kind it of just drops. Open, <laughs> which is really funny. It's a really great little comical moment. Oh, yeah, God, it's awesome. So funny. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of. Is that like the second time John's done that, where he's put someone on the? No, he hasn't. No, before he's done that thing where he's gone to cross-examine someone, yeah, and then not question. But it's them. not been his witness. But it's not been his witness. No. But he, I mean, I trust that he knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, 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 Because yeah. he never does anything without thinking about it. Yes, but, yeah. And we find out what that is later. But yeah, yeah at the moment, it's all a bit of a mystery. Yes, yes. Um, so the next scene, we're in the bar, and Vonda is singing The Wildest, the wildest Times of the, the world, world, which is the first time we've heard that song since the pilot episode, because she sung it in the pilot oh, episode. Oh, did she? Well. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Ain't it funny how you're walking through life, and it turns on a dime. Um, but Ali and Glenn are in the bar because they're having their dates. Oh, yeah. Um, and we find out that Glenn is a professional snowboarder. Of course he is. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and he does the modelling to kind of pay a few, few bills. And Ali's like, isn't it just really boring to just sit there or doesn't it bother you? And Glenn says, oh, I'm only 27. It's a little early in life to be really bothered. And Ali goes, well, I'm 27 and everything bothers me. And I'm like, well, this is where we get definitive confirmation of Ali's age. She is 27. 27. Yeah, and that, which blows my mind because to me now that seems so young. I know, and at the time I remember that feeling so Ooh, old, ages yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Older than Ali, <laughs> I know. I feel very old now. But anyway, so Glenn is kind of 
I give, think giving Ali a little bit of perspective because she often does worry about things that I'm like, at 27, you should not give a shit about you this should, stuff. Yeah, like, like getting like she hung was up over getting stuff, hung yeah. up with Renee a few was it last episode where she was like, I just want to get married. Oh um, um, yeah, and I'm just like 27. Yeah, like calm down. Yeah, and Glenn's just giving her a bit of perspective because he's like, you know, we're single with money, we're healthy. There's so much ahead of us to get upset about. But at the moment, we're in Toyland now, aren't we? Yeah, which is a really good way uh, of describing really it. Because I'm like, yeah. enjoy this time yeah, in your life because you won't get it again. Yeah, you know? because it's like this is where you have like no responsibility. You are and only, you're young and you're like you're only responsible you've got for yourself. yourself usually, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. So really, enjoy I it. need to stop moaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we cut to a bit later that night, and um, Ali and Renee are having like a sleepover in Ali's bed, which I yes. really enjoy. Yeah, like yeah, Ali's yeah. on the head side, and Renee's facing her with her pillows at the foot side sort of, of the, the bed. bed. So yeah, they can yeah, talk to each other. yeah. And Ali's sort of admitting that she would have gone to bed with him yeah, that night. Yeah, yeah. And Renee's <laughs> like, do you even remember how? <laughs> and Ali's like, I keep a journal. And so Renee is like, oh, is this like a potential first husband? <laughs> <laughs> and Ali's like, oh God, no, we couldn't have less in common, but still. And Renee's like, well, these are certainly horny times. <laughs> yeah. Cracks me up. And Ali's just like, you know, I just, he's cute and he snowboards and he's leaving the country on Sunday and so Renee's like oh that's why you're up for it because you know you'll never have to see him again yeah um, and Ali's like yeah I probably would have resorted to my prudy little self but and then she was like maybe it's the 19 year old that he's got me in heat yeah and I'm just like well basically Ali's feeling horny and she's trying to justify the fact that she might want to go to bed with Glenn and I'm like there's nothing to justify I know I know like stop <sighs> I just it's that thing, isn't it, of like... like where's all this shame coming wh- from? Yeah, like this need to, like you say, like this uh, instinct to want to justify, like, is that thing of being like, I'm not a slut, I'm not a slut. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know... Um, I mean, I like to think that these days we've come up... Because certainly I have lots of conversations with friends, and I did when I was single, and I still do with my single friends now, where they're, I feel like there's less, shame around the amount of people that you've slept with like we like we don't it's kind of like instead of being like oh another one it's like yeah another one yeah, 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 do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah. keep it coming do you know yeah. what I mean like, like it, 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 yeah no I agree I think however I think that is more amongst women I think as soon as you take that out into because I I know someone who has slept with a lot of guys and that she's actually found, I mean, you know, I, I think this says something about guys some of the guys dated. that she's dated, <laughs> but one of them that was in the army. Oh, well that says everything. So Sorry, I didn't well, mean to do that. Was like really upset and clearly intimidated by the fact that she clearly had way more experience than he did. I mean, for me, that's a big barometer of, like, don't go there. Yeah. If anything, you know, it's good to have, in my opinion, it's good to have a relatively high number of sexual partners so that you can weed these guys out. I know. Because you would be like, yeah, I've slept with 30 men, and they go, So what have you got to offer me? (laughs) Yeah. And if they're like, 
and run away then I'm like great I'm right. so glad I've managed to like rule you out yeah, with a good filter you've revealed yourself <laughs> yeah like now you can fuck off like <laughs> I just think yeah I think it's that thing of like and, and what was horrible is that he started to make out like she was too demanding in uh. bed as well like it was like so not only it, it was just like you just clearly have never met a woman who was fucking honest with yeah, you yeah like clearly i i think there are still women who maybe can be completely honest with their girlfriends yeah but if they're completely honest with their in within their relationships Ugh. with other with men it it becomes a big issue yeah yeah male fragility and oh my god you're just too much you're you know it's not attractive that you've been honest with me about this well here's a psa to men everywhere women can sleep with a lot of men and they have got nothing to be saying yeah exactly and you just need to get the fuck over it exactly like women can and do enjoy sex Ah! with as many partners as they like so Suck it up. Suck it up, <laughs> literally. So, okay, so then the next scene is uh, the same night and Billy and Georgia are sort of lying in the dark, side by side, facing up. And Billy's apologising. <laughs> because clearly yeah. they've oh. gone to have sex and it's just not happened. Yes. Um, and I think it's the first time that they've encountered a problem in that department. Yes. Because yes. he's like, George is saying, oh, it's fine, don't worry. I'm surprised it hasn't happened before. Doesn't it happen to people? Like, that's a to common men, thing. Like, uh, uh, and Billy's like, not, not to me. me. And to which I've gone, sure, pal. <laughs> <laughs> You insist. Um, and then Billy's like, this has got nothing to do with you. And George's like, I know. <laughs> like, oh, I know, honey. It's fine. And then Billy's like, so why are you about to cry? And then Georgia admits that basically she realises it's stupid, but the uh, she's happy. She's crying because she's happy because the idea of Billy being insecure with Georgia instead of Georgia being insecure, insecure with Billy makes her feel good. And she was like, I know, I know that's stupid. And Billy sort of shakes his hair, head and then like, like kiss, <laughs> shakes his hair, shakes his, hair like, <laughs> shakes his head and then kisses her and hugs her. And I'm just like, oh, guys, yeah, I you know. Got some I'm just like, <laughs> none of this is good. It, it like the fact that you're having that be like, this is what makes you happy. <laughs> like, oh, happiness at last in my marriage, where he's more insecure with me than I am with him. We're at a real all-time high here. Like, it's really fucking depressing. Yeah, well, at least it's got nothing to do with Ali, for one. Yeah, Ali has no part in this. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's troubling. Troubling oh, times. Very, very troubling, yeah. And then we get go back to Ali's apartment. It's the same night. It's 2.38am. Yes, I made that note. Yes. <laughs> and Ali is in bed and suddenly her eyes snap open because she hears some drums, drums. banging. And she sits up and she starts shouting like, there's nothing ticking in me. I don't tick. Do you hear me? I know you're in here. And then she kind of hears the tippy-tappy oh, of the running. It really like freaks me out that bit. Like yeah. I find that borderline horror movie creepy where you hear like this sort of... Yeah, and yeah. It's like running across like yeah. under the bed or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she, I find that really. She switches ugh. the light on and she's she's not scared. She's like, I'm gonna get this yeah, thing, whatever like, it is. Come and, out, baby. Yeah, she like t- 
the light on. She's on her knees. She's like, where are you? Get out here. And she gets out of bed. And she like grabs the lamp as if she's going to smash it. Yeah, um, she's making a bit of a rocket. And she's like, I'm not having any baby. You can't make me think that I want you. Nothing's ticking and I don't want you. And then she hears the running and she jumps the other side of bed. She's like making a real old yeah. solemn dance about it. And yeah. Renee comes in and she's like, and Ali's just like, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's normal to yeah. be running around. I'm just trying to catch that damn baby. <laughs> and Renee's like trying to catch him and Ali's like yeah and she's like but it's not real and he's like so if I catch him in my imagination I can make him go away and since that's where he lives that's gonna solve the problem and I'm like she's really coming across as quite deranged at yes, this point yeah she says I'm not the first to confront a demon and Renee says well you are the first to try to rugby tackle <laughs> or like football tackle or whatever yeah. she says and um, and she's like, well, maybe it's not a demon. Maybe you should just say, hey, baby, and go, go with, with it. <laughs> and Renee's like, this is about your guilt about wanting to be with that model. And then Ali's like, it is not. Will you stop coming into my room claiming to know me? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I mean, uh, Renee finishes by going, well, I do know you. And this is your inhibition, raising its ugly head, keeping me awake. Go with Glenn. Go with life. And go to sleep. And I'm like, that is a mantra for life. Yeah, go right, with Glenn, yeah. go with life, and go to sleep. I'm gonna get that embroidered and put it on my wall. It reminds me a little bit of the train spotting choose life. Yeah, choose, choose Glenn, life. choose sleep, <laughs> choose a big penis. <laughs> totally, always choose a big penis. But it's, it's like, really funny. It just cracks me up, like, because it is that thing of, like, again, Renee, you are not a mental health professional. Like, you should not be... Like, it is now clearly... Whatever you thought it was before that you were cool with, like, it is clearly now taking Escalating. on... Yeah, exactly. Like, she's looking to hurt something that isn't actually there. there with a physical with object. With a physical object. She could hurt herself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I just... Well, oh. I mean, at that point, at 2.38 in the morning, I probably would just be a bit like, just go to bed, we'll sort this out. <laughs> clearly escalating yes um, yeah so the next day ali's like making a bed to leave and um goes out and renee is um it must be friday because yes. she's got her ski suit on she's got a ski outfit on and she's like look at my ass <laughs> and she's like i'd love to but i'm late and <laughs> um, but basically renee's saying you know i'm gonna be gone um have fun with Glenn, yes, uh, break a leg, and Renee's like, "You too." <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to in court, and uh, the prosecutor is is closing, yes, and being like, "The victim never raised a finger." Basically, like, isn't this a society that can it condones violence, or is it? He's basically it, saying he was violent, so yeah, he physically attacked someone. Do we tolerate violence? Yeah, yeah. Is how he's presenting it. Yes. And then it's John's turn to close. Yes. So he basically uh, starts with saying, well, what else was he going to do? Like, the guy was verbally assaulting his date. He could have just been like sticks and stones. Um, and then he brings up the fact that he brought out this psychologist and yeah. didn't actually question him. And what he reveals is that to the jury is that he was going to question him about um, evidence about human behaviour. And then he said, he says... 
Well, as I looked at this doctor, I thought, does this jury need a specialist to teach them human nature? And that's where you realise that basically John brought this psychologist out to make, to prove a point and make the jury feel like they're the experts, mm. to make them feel good, yeah. to get them on side during yeah. this closing. So it's quite a clever little yeah. trick, really. Yes. But his argument is kind of, you know, any he says it's human nature. Any man, basically, is part warrior. Um, and we have evolved, but part of those primal qualities will always be there. And at that point, Ali hears Uga Chaka, Uga, Uga, Uga. And she like, looks around again and yes. then it kind of fades out. Yeah. Then we go back to John and he tells this story of when he was 13 um, and he stood in line at a movie theatre and another boy cut in front of him and was like, what are you going to do about it? And he didn't do anything. And that's kind of always haunted me, him, even though he's gone on to accomplish lots of things in his life since. Yeah, he lists some of them like president of the chess club. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like, but I always think back and define myself as the kid who was afraid to stick up for myself. Yeah. Um, and then he tells another story of three years ago, he was at a bar after a disappointing Cel Celtics game. And a man bumped his shoulder as he was heading for the men's room. And what we get is a flashback of the yes. sequence while he's telling it. Yeah, it starts to sort of play out as John is describing yeah. it. Um, and it's a big guy. Like he has, he describes him as having a big wider shoulders. And as he bumped into him, he said, idiot. And John was like, excuse me. And the guy said again, idiot. And he was like, got a problem? And John was like, well, yes, I do have a problem. And the guy says, well, maybe you need space and shoves him. Yes. And in that moment, John became the boy at the movie theatre again. Like, this is yes. now my moment to do what I always want, wished I had done all yes. those years ago. And like, pushed him back. He was, yeah, he was like, uh, he, he started to come forward and I remember something my father told me about planting my, my right foot and I knew this was gonna be a fight, a fight my first, first fight. fight. And I raised my right hand and he came at me, I threw my punch and I hit him right on the jaw and he went down and he didn't get up. And the, in the flashback, you see John's face is just like a gape. Yeah. The whole time he's like, I can't believe I'm doing this, I'm doing it, oh my God, I'm punching this man. Like, yes. it's like, like yes. yeah. And what John basically, then we get, after the flashback ends after yes. the punch is thrown and we come back into the courtroom and John basically says, you know, as mad, you know, I've done all sorts of things. I've had all so many successes as a lawyer. I've done all sorts of things that have brought me gratification, but as medieval as it sounds, the most satisfying moment of my life was, was that punch. punch. It's not noble. I'm embarrassed, but is it true? Yeah, it's true. That's the truth of man's human nature and then he finishes by saying i'm not here to condone violence but when a man attacks another man's date with vulgarity what is he to do go back to that room and admit a truth to yourself you're glad he threw that punch which is so brilliant like i do think this closing uh you know statement of of john's is is really great because it's that thing of like he starts off with that that story of being 13 and, mm. and not and evoking sort of feelings of being an underdog and how yeah. feeling like a victim is detrimental to your feelings of sort of self-esteem and self-worth like it always haunted him that he wasn't the person to stand up and fight when it mattered yeah just for himself yeah and then you know talking about oh I realized I was about to 
have a fight. I was about to have my first fight. Yeah. Like it's a, a rite of passage. passage. Yeah. And then it, it's that, yeah, and then that, that brilliant ending of just like, you're, be honest. You're glad that he did You're that. You're rooting for the underdog yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. I think it's such a clever... Well, in the next... Well, the next scene, Ali and John come back to the office and John immediately walks off and Richard and Billy are there and Ali says to them, like, the jury's still out but his closing speech was his best ever. Like, yes. it was amazing. Yes. It was fabulous. That's kind of what you're... I mean, yes. it is the best thing we've seen. Yeah, do. completely. I mean, the only thing I would say is, you know when he goes, it's a truth of man's human nature. I think that's just a truth of human nature. Yes. I don't think that is explicitly exclusive to men. No. I think that Women feel that primal feel rage. Feel that rage. Yeah. And feel that desire to hit or to punch yeah. or to kick or just defend. to be violent. Yeah. Yeah, like that is a human nature defend thing. Defend yourself. It's just, defend the people you Yeah, care or about. just attack. Like, yeah. if you feel like you're being attacked, like... Well, like, as a defence Yeah, yes, I mean. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I just feel like it's only because we've been socialised to not act on those things yes. that it's not acceptable to act on those things yes. as as it's not ladylike to do that. Yeah. That's the reason we can keep it under wraps better than, than some men can. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that was my only quibble with his... Yeah with this statement but it is it, I just think it's a really clever yeah clever way of um closing so yeah so as I say the next scene they're, they're back in John wanders off and Richard and Billy as, as Ali's kind of explaining how it went are smoking on cigars <laughs> yeah. to which I put Ugh. and Georgia comes up behind and she clearly can't breathe because of all the cigar smoke Ugh. she makes this face like oh like probably what I would do <laughs> yeah. um, and Ali's like I thought we agreed we wouldn't smoke the stink sticks in here. <laughs> and Richard and Billy are both like, fight night, exception. And I'm like, is no, it? No. no. Like, and like, and Billy's like, tonight they have all three heavyweight belts. And Ali's like, gee, nobody told me that. Yeah. And John kind of comes up while she's saying that. And Ali's like, um... Because so, Georgia's like, oh, oh please yeah, you need come. To come. Come with us, come with because, us. um... I don't think Georgia wants to be alone. alone. Yeah. Um, and Ali's like, well, actually, I have a... And she's sort of hesitating because John's, John's right there. there. Yeah. And John's like, you can say it. And she's like, I have a date. And that's when Elaine comes up with a cigar. Yeah. And it's like, I've just heard from the clerk's office, office. There's, they've, they've got a verdict. And Ali's like, now? And John's like, let's go. So they get in the elevator. And Ali's talking whilst they're getting the elevator. It's like, oh, this is a good sign. It has to be. And as she's talking, she sees the baby run for the elevator and she kind of gasps and steps back yes and then the doors close and she looks at John and she's like I'm fine and John's like what is it that you're seeing yeah and Ali's like what and John's like you see something and and this is the first time that anyone's noticed or thought what it is that yeah has, has put yeah has, has clocked what is going on so and Ali's like oh well sometimes I see this baby um, and I have no idea what it means, and I guess I'll have to whip out my Freud book. And I'm like, no, Ali, burn <laughs> that down. Bricks, like, for God's sake. And John gives her some advice because he says, I had a therapist who said to confront them. And Ali was like, dancing babies? He's like, no, hallucinations. He was like, I used to hallucinate that I had a dead aunt Ugh. who kept wanting to have tea with me. That is horrific. And it was two years before I stopped her. Jesus. And Ali was like, how? And he said, well, I had tea with her. 
And like, Fanny's oh. like, huh? And oh. she's like thinking, and then she looks back at John, and John kind of nods encouragingly, like, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, it's you true. Fun. But it's funny, isn't it? Because again, I am a bit like, why is no one concerned about hallucinations? I don't understand why you're all so cool about this. Well, they're treating it like this little twee quirk yeah. that some people get. I'm like, no, it's not a quirk. It's a potentially... Uh, well, a system of something very serious. Well, at least John was getting, like, therapy about it. Exactly. I mean, it's interesting. It reminds me a little bit of the, you know, the whole kind of confront it. It's what you sometimes hear people be like, oh, yeah, no, that's what you have to do with ghosts. And, like, confront as if that's a normal... Oh, yeah, if you get a ghost, just got to confront it. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm not Scooby-Doo gang. Like, <laughs> it's just like... What are you even talking about? Like, yeah. that's a normal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bizarre. really odd. But yeah, I mean, God, can you imagine? That's horrific. Yeah, like, dead aunt. A dead aunt. Like, oh God, I once... It reminds <laughs> me a little bit of... Um, I once heard about someone who had, you know, night terrors? Yeah. That sort of paralyse you in bed. Yeah. And you you are sort of halfway between dreaming and awake and yeah. sometimes you see things yeah. that aren't actually there. Yeah. I've heard of someone having night terrors and it was it would be their dead mum oh. sat, sat on their chest. Oh no. Like and that would be their night terror and it was just like that is Horrific. horrifying. Horrific. Oh, no. Like I never ever want to have night terror. No, no, sounds no. like no. the Hard. most insane. No. <laughs> I'm turning that down. <laughs> I'm saying Opting no. out. <laughs> No, thank you. No, thanks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so the next scene is they are in court and the judge is giving his verdict. Yes. And basically he asks the foreman of the jury, or four women, I suppose, in this case, to give their verdict. And they yeah. find Clinton Gill, the defendant, not guilty. Yeah. And everyone's very relieved. Everyone's and Ali, very happy. Ali and Clinton. Clint. Are, well, Clinton Gill. Yeah, Clint. Oh, um, I, I've just gone down as Clint. Okay. They hug. Okay. Um, and then we're at the bar and Vonda's singing I wanna dance all night I'm gonna dance all night I could have danced for more Okay, you're singing it wrong <laughs> It's oh. one for my fair lady Yeah, I know Yeah, you're singing it wrong Why? I could have danced all night Well, no, but the backing the backing singers are gonna go are going Gonna dance, gonna dance all night Yeah, and she's going Gonna dance, uh, yeah, gonna but, dance but, all night Vonda Shepherd is going, I could have danced all night. Okay, alright, I'm singing the wrong bit. Yeah, well, it's important to me. <laughs> well, anyway, Ali and Glenn are dancing, and we get Ali's yes. uh, voiceover going, I guess this was a victory for Cro-Magnon mankind. Maybe Renee's right. I should just go, go with it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean... I get, that's the thing. You don't hear the phrase Cro-Magnon mankind very often. You don't, but it is a word. Yeah, no, it's a... a it's like Neanderthal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's like the stage after the Neanderthals. Yeah, it's meant to be like, I don't know, yeah. some kind of... Prehistoric. Like, like, I don't know. It's a, this sort of analogy for caveman or whatever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think something like that, yeah. And yeah, and this whole episode, obviously, uh, that's why it's called Cro-Magnon, yeah. is because it's all about, it's primal. All about primal instincts yeah. and like male 
manhood and ego and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. So the very and uh, Vodla sings and keeps singing. Um, and then we're at the sports bar seeing the other part of the evening going on, which yeah, is with, uh, uh, Richard, Billy, Georgia, and Elaine at a. a yeah, sports, sports bar, bar yeah. like some kind of sports bar, watching the fight. I had because there's no way question mark because I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah, I guess I I think probably in America you'd call it a sports bar. Yeah, um, but it's like the bar that they normally go to. There's no way they could say Vonda, we don't need you tonight. We're gonna yeah, show the fight. no, no. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, the TV announcers, like, Elaine's getting fries, all staring at the TV. And the TV announcers being like, it's electric, people have waited a long time for this. And George is like, I feel it. (laughs) And then we cut to um, Ali walking home with Glenn. Yes. And she's saying, they're talking about the case. Yes. And um, she's saying, I'm only telling you this because you're leaving. But basically, if there was a girl at a party and some guy came up to me and said those things, I'd want my date to rip his head off. Um, And she said, I wouldn't ask him to and I would would probably get mad if he did. But if he just walked away as dignified as that may be, I would probably be disappointed. And this is interesting because this little scene sort of, I mean, it introduces the idea that Ali is, I don't know, acting or admitting or presenting herself as a certain way because she knows that Glenn is going. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think... Well, it's all her flirting, isn't it? Yeah. I, But I, I just think she's just being massively... I, I do have an issue with what she's saying here. Like, I do think she's being a big hypocrite in terms of she's having a go at, like, or not having a go, but being like, really? You like boxing? Really? Really? Like, two men fighting? Like, what? What's the joy in that? Like, and then being like, rip his head off! <laughs> like, yeah. if, if, like, someone, you know, dared to uh, impugn her chastity, like, she would want her date to... And, and to be... And to say, like, oh, I'd probably tell him off if he did it, and I wouldn't ask him to do it, but I would effectively think less of him if he did not. Yeah, it's like, I want men to be, like, the protectors, but not too much. You know yeah, I mean? like, I'm yeah. just a bit like... No, you're not being fair. Like, I, I don't... It's not... Like, my partner is is someone who can fight and has been in lots of fights in his youth. And it's something that, you know, previous relationships he's had where they've gotten into fights in terms of, like, they've created like previous girlfriend has has like created a situation yeah and then she's gone over to him and been like that guy said this thing about me like and been what are you gonna do what are you gonna do about it and been like and then my partner's been like well i guess i'm gonna have to beat him up like just like like, exactly exactly like prove that you love me and beat up that man that who's only told me to fuck off because I was being really out of line. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, no, that's not fair to be like, I want you to prove, I want you to, you know, physically dominate other people. Yeah. No matter how dangerous it could get for you or for me or, you know, like for anyone else around. Like, that's just so, like, and yeah, like, I, I just think she's being really unfair with 
like she needs to examine what that is because yeah. that's not a fair place to sit in judgment of, of yeah. men that choose to go no, actually you know yes this person is being a dick but maybe it's actually a bit too dangerous for me to start throwing punches it might actually end up you might end up getting hurt yeah like it's not safe so yeah. let's go yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. you there's no you shouldn't think less of someone for not doing the you know yeah typical manly thing yeah you know in air quotes <laughs> yeah 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 so then the next thing so a lot of this ending is like cut between the sports bar and, and yes Glenn's, yes uh, it keeps popping like yeah but basically the next scene is back at the sports bar and the camera kind of pans from right to left and we get georgia who just looks bored mm. billy's like gotta get him early then we got i think it's uh richard being like long fight long fight then elaine's puffing on a cigar and then john is like i believe i have round one on the bed <laughs> so they're all like gearing up for the fight yeah. Yes, yes. Then at Ali's apartment, Ali is sitting at the piano. They've got. Don't well, forget, yeah. they've got a piano, which yes. we saw a few episodes ago. They, they've got glasses of wine. The and fire's a, on. A fire. Yeah, it's very cozy. An open fire. Um, and Glenn's asking Ali if she plays, and um, play, Ali's like, I'm, I'm learning. Do you play? And Glenn says, I just know heart and soul. And I'm like, again. <laughs> um, and Glenn says uh, sits down next to her and is like I'll do the top you do the bottom and um, they start playing Heart and Soul yes then and again back to the pub. at the sports bar, sports bar. <laughs> Richard's like somebody kill somebody and John's like preferably in the first round because that's what he's got the bet on <laughs> then we're back at Ali's yeah and they still playing the us, piano yeah they're still playing the piano and they're doing it quite fast and jauntily and Glenn's like oh we're really good and I'm like no you're not you're not actually like Good. And then Ali says, "Can we do it slower?" Um, and Glenn's like, "Let's see." And then there's kind of lots of looks between them, and, and then, then they start sort of slowing down. Like it's like the yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It slows right down until they stop completely and start kissing. Yeah, um, and then eventually they kind of well, uh, the background music of the show like picks up the heart and soul yes. slow version yes. as they stop playing on the piano and then they move it's very romantic it's, it's very, it's very romantic and then they move yeah. away from the piano yes. sort of lunge off into the off screen <laughs> um, then it comes back to the sports bar yes. and the, the fight's started and Richard is like stay out of the corner stay out of the corner and then John is it's absolutely <laughs> screaming <laughs> shouting but John's like screaming it's hilarious like, it's screaming. so funny and Elaine's face is like <laughs> and they're you know they're just all absolutely going for it and this whole thing now then we go into like this complete montage cut between the sports bar and basically Ali and Glenn getting on Having on the sex, floor yeah. in front of the fire, fire yeah. and it's all to the soundtrack of um, it's an opera song but it's from the Raging Bull soundtrack oh okay um, and uh, and everything just sort of slows, mo it's in slow motion now. Yeah, I don't know what type of 
filter they have on it, but it must be something from Raging Ball. I'm sure that's what they got the inspiration from. But basically, um, it's to that piece of music. Yeah. And it's all very like the sweat, the yeah. aggression from the boxers, from yes. Ali and Glenn. There's passion, there's Ali's like, hair like flowing around. Her hair. And it's sweaty. She's drenched in sweat. And it's like, <laughs> the, and then you've got the boxers and you've got everyone screaming. Yeah. And, like, and it almost looks like they're cheering on like Ali and Glenn. Yeah, and, that, and what I love and is And she's wrestling with this massive <laughs> penis monster. Yeah. But then it's that thing of like, then there's a clip of like, Georgia looking really disgusted <laughs> and it comes to Ali and Glenn which is really funny really great it's like really, editing really there but then it all finishes with there's the boxes have got KO'd or one of the boxes has got KO'd on yeah. the floor yeah. and then Ali's scene finishes with her and Glenn lying side by side almost as if they've, they've been, been knocked, knocked out, out. Yeah, and yeah. the camera pans away and it's kind of flickering like yeah. as the music sort of ends yeah. and it's just this interesting juxtaposition yes. between the two activities <laughs> like, well yeah it's like the two basic primal urges yeah. violence and sex, sex. Yeah. so yeah and uh, basically the, 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 it kind of comes back to reality I suppose with, yes. like, with the sports bar, uh, yes. bar and um, the TV announcer is like oh you get expected a lot longer fight. A longer it was fight. really fast, and Elaine was like, because it finished in the first round, and Elaine is like, it was a good day for the biscuit because John was counting all his money. Yeah, that's where you have because well, the... like John and uh, I mean uh, Richard and Billy are like watching, kind of sadly watching John count his money, and Elaine like, pool, yeah, yeah, Elaine like has to hand over some money to John, and she's like, good day for the biscuit. Uh, so well done John yeah well done <laughs> and then the next scene Ali is showering and we yes. get a voiceover of her saying I never imagined myself ever wanting to make love and not wanting to wake up to him he knew it too he knew it from the start which is so interesting because it's almost like a shame like I know she's prone to having these shame showers but it feels shame like showers. this is another <laughs> one of those which makes me really sad oh, that's interesting yeah I mean I don't think that I didn't read it as shame. I actually read it as annoyed. Like, oh, and he knew it too. Ugh. And I'm just but like... But the fact that she's yeah, talking about uh, the yeah. fact that she never... She, she always thought that she'd only ever sleep with someone that she's in love with, essentially. Yeah. And that, obviously, she knew going into this that she was never interested in more of a long-term thing. I'm like, Ali, lighten up. Like, for yeah, God's like, sake. it's okay. Like, like you, you saw a piece you of want. cute meat whistle <laughs> and you went for it. <laughs> Like, fine, go, that's great. Yeah, like, like, stop beating stop, yourself up. Yeah, stop acting like this is some terrible moral failing, because yeah. it isn't. No. <laughs> so then Ali has, the next scene, Ali is in her PJs, and she's clearly coming out of the bathroom. Coming out of the shower, she's um, drying her hair with a towel. Her with towel yeah. yeah. And then she hears, ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga chaka. And this time she's like, all right, come on out. I'm not afraid, you've got to come on out. If John can drink tea with his aunt, I can dance. Get your cherubic ass out here. And the baby <laughs> runs in. It's like, and that's when the, the, the blue suede lyrics start. I can't she's stop this feeling. She's like, all right, Mr. Huggy, you want to dance? Let's go. And the song finishes to Vonda singing. Um, Hooked on a feeling. feeling yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Song. It's a brilliant song. It is. It is. And it, yeah, the classic scene of Ali dancing with the dancing baby in her PJs. And then there's like a freeze frame on Ali, like, looking funny mid-dance, like, yeah. it, like, free frame. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just, she's doing, like, almost like a, 
like a teapot stance. Like yeah. it's really yeah. Funny. It's fun. I like it. It's great. It's a great way to end it. So yeah. So that was the episode. That was Cro Magnon. Cro Magnon, and we actually had an email from a listener, Zach from the US. Um, who really loves this episode, which is a great choice yes. to um, love. And he sent yeah. us a few questions, so I just want to see if we covered them off. Okay. And um, one of his questions was, what triggered the dancing baby? Um, which is interesting. I don't know what your thoughts are on what triggers <sighs> well, that. Because obviously th- Renee's got her theory. That- She's got her theory that it's all to do with primal urges and all that kind of thing. Well, she thinks it's to do with her biological clock. Yeah, and that she's feeling... Guilty? Like, guilty guilty about wanting just sex with no commitment. Yeah. But I... See, I think it speaks to... <laughs> Ali has much, like, bigger problems than she <laughs> thinks she does. Yeah. Or anyone else seems to think she does. Yeah. Like, because I am just throughout this, sh- this episode was just sort of a bit, like, gobsmacked that everyone was so freaking cool. Yeah. Like, the two people, like, that... Ali told were both so kind of like oh, okay having a hallucination yeah okay yeah. anyway but I don't what's know what the dinner? 90s like, attitude was towards really hallucinations because uh, what could it be a symptom of like well exactly like, like it could be something really serious like and you know I just yeah, uh, I mean, I mean are my... there situations where you have hallucinations where it's not serious, other than, like, drug-related ones? Well, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think, you know, people who are religious or very spiritual, you know, sometimes do talk about seeing things, you know, they've had messengers from God or the devil or, you know, like, and talk about it in very real terms. Like, I think it depends what culture you go to. Like, we'll, we'll talk very seriously about ghosts and, and spirits and, and, you know, it won't be treated, it won't be seen in the kind of medicalized way of a hallucination it's yeah. an actual visitor from the spiritual plane as far as they're concerned yeah so and people are like well that's fine because they're religious yeah exactly yeah. so it, it's interesting i don't know i don't know if they're you know i am not a medical professional and i think that's my point is that none of the people ha- you know are like, if someone came to... If a friend came to me and said they were seeing things that were not there, mm. I'd be like, okay, so help. I think you need to speak to someone who yeah. knows something about this because maybe there is a condition where you see things and it's not serious. It's, yeah. har- it's harmless and it's okay. Yeah. I don't know because yeah. I am not a medical professional. Yeah. Yeah. But all the times I've heard of that happening, it's an indication of something going very wrong. I would agree with like, you. So Although I feel like the show is trying to present it as a relatively harmless... Which I think is a bit irresponsible. It is, yeah. Like, I do. I just think... Because, like, the fantasy Can you imagine if someone who, who was watching that and then started getting hallucinations themselves and were just like, oh, it's all right, because it's Ali just... Ali McBeal has them. Ali McBeal has them and she's fine. And it's, it's interesting <laughs> because I nev- I'd never felt that way about any of the, like, gif fantasies that she has. No, because, because they're clearly daydreaming. Yeah. And everybody has those yeah. daydreams. Yeah, exactly. But she herself, as the character, makes the distinction that it's different to that. Yes. Because everyone assumes that it's that to begin yeah. with. And she's like, no, 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 this is different. Like, I'm just seeing it 
in, in the real, real world. world. Yeah. yeah, it's not in my head. So, well, it is in her head, but do you know what I mean? But it, like, it's, it's a out and interacting yeah. with the real world as far as her brain is perceiving yeah. it. Like, it's weird. It's very strange. Yeah. So I feel like the show is trying to portray that it is some kind of manifestation of her guilt over, uh, I guess, being a bit more loose in terms of her... Uh, sexual sexual morals. morals yeah <laughs> but as you say I don't think that's a very responsible thing for the show to be doing because mm. it, it I've never heard of that being a manifestation of no anything no um, other than a problem a problem yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah you just don't uh, yeah anyway um, the other question that Zach had was why does she hallucinate that dancing baby in her office and why does it run out of her office while she's talking to John I mean for me I think probably what the show's trying to do is say it's not just something that she sees when she's at home it happens anywhere yeah and it's you know it doesn't just dance in front of her it runs all over the place like, yeah you know what i mean and that's why they do the like uga chucka she isn't at the court you know what yeah I mean? she's, she's, it's happening everywhere it's yeah. not limited to a yeah. particular she's getting it's not like a poltergeist yeah you know no I mean? it's it's, a... it's an audio and visual hallucination yeah, yeah. So yeah, but other than that, Zach, are those questions, Zach's a big fan of the episode. Yeah, which well, I, am I think well. that's fair enough. Yeah. It's a great episode. Um, so thank fun. you for your questions, Zach. We yeah. hope we answered them. Yeah, <laughs> best we can. Best we can. Yeah. yeah. And then so yeah, other business. orders of business. Retrial. So we had Dwayne. I don't think we got his surname. No, so I just got Dwayne versus Clinton Gill. How do you find? Um, so I really don't have a problem with Clint, like, hitting <laughs> Dwayne. I really don't. Like, I just... Because it sounds like Dwayne was being extremely aggressive. Yeah. With, with... Was it Lisa, the girl? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so I... You know, I can imagine being on the receiving end of a man like Dwayne saying, yeah. like, you're a slut. Like, you're with other guys, aren't you? Like, I own you. Yeah, how like, dare you? How dare yeah. you? We've bro- we only broke up a couple of days ago, and now you're with this guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I can imagine that being extremely humiliating at best and scary, like, at worst. Yeah. And it sounds like he wouldn't leave her alone. Well, I feel like if Clint hadn't got involved, he was on the verge of... Winding himself up so much to do something to her, to, to do something physical to her. I mean, yeah. we can't prove that. No, but we can't. Often, that kind of aggressive behaviour from men only goes one way. Yes, it can very quickly, yeah, dissolve into violence aimed at a woman. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was the same. I was like, Dwayne was an asshole, so not guilty. As well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it was defence. It was defence. Yeah, it wasn't like he just punched him for no reason. No, no, it was defence. Like, yeah. you you didn't want to engage with Clint. And he asked because he you was a, to back off Yeah, he times. gave you a warning yeah. to back off. You know, if you're not going to do that, then you get what you, you know, what he you had deserve. It coming. Yeah. yeah, he did he have it coming. It coming. So, <laughs> he had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> Verdict of the week. The jury's back. Who are you going for? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've already spoken quite a lot about this, so I find Renee and John guilty, um, yeah, of not encouraging Ali to go and see a medical professional when she's having hallucinations, and I do 
feel it is really irresponsible because for all they know she could be on the brink of a of psychosis like you just don't know and that's not something you want to fuck about with no. so if that is a symptom of something you need to find out what that something is yeah um and you know don't just armchair analyzer and then talk her uh, which is te- funny because that's basically what we're doing <laughs> but we're but we're doing it to a fictional character <laughs> like that's the difference uh, i think Ali, go and see this fictional psychologist yeah exactly <laughs> like we're better friends to a fictional character than our fictional friends <laughs> yeah if only she knew <laughs> only we had a way of telling her yeah but yeah <laughs> so i have um again i've gone for a not guilty i feel like i don't know i i keep wanting to find the good find the good in this show <laughs> at the moment so um i'm giving ali a not guilty for finally like loosening up and actually like having a one night stand for yeah the and also similarly related to that to just facing up to her fears like the baby is a manifestation uh well i feel like the show's trying to say it's a manifestation of things that she's so scared of like Mm. oh i can't possibly sleep with someone that i don't love and Mm. all this stuff that i've been brought up society's conditioned me to want and be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna face up to it and dance with it and I'm gonna sleep with the man with the big penis just because I want to sleep with the man with the big penis and I'm just like yes well done welcome to world welcome to the world like do more of that you know do life possibly see a psychologist at the same time but choose life choose life choose uh, to get advice from someone with a medical degree (laughs) and choose penis that's all I have to say (laughs) yeah she has done but, you know, she has loosened up in a way, but at the same time, like, she is, like, annoyed, like, uh, that she's done it. Like, it almost like she thinks less of herself a Well, that's why bit. I wanted to give her a not guilty, to be like, you're not guilty of anything, Ali. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. I agree. It's, uh, yeah, she just makes things so much more complicated than they need to be. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole premise of the I show. Mean, it really is. It really, <laughs> really is. But boy, do we enjoy it. Boy, do we enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yes. And I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, we are still asking for questions for our mailbag episode. We're hoping to record that very soon. So please, 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 please email us or tweet us or Facebook us or Instagram us. Like any way you want to get in contact yeah. with us, we'll take it. And if you, we'll take what you're given. Um, our email is bygonespodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at bygonespodcast. Our Facebook is bygonespodcast. Our Instagram is at bygonespod. Pod. And yeah, we just want, yeah. want your love. If you're enjoying it as much as we are, we would really enjoy some love on the iTunes. Oh yeah, uh, Apple, Apple Podcast. That's it. Apple Podcast review. Rate and review. Rate and review. We would really um, appreciate that. It helps. that helps other people find us. And yes, all, all that, that good jazz. Stuff. Yeah. So, got a lot of Chicago references. This. Yeah. <laughs> this episode for some and all reason. that jazz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 on that cocktail, I think we should leave it there. <laughs> Until next episode. Bygones! I can't stop this feeling Deep inside of me Girl, you just don't realize What you do to me
Don't let me know. Don't let me know.